0: Positions, they wanted to go into that state if they liked that deal before. Well, you're going to love that deal now uh, if that deal's still on the table. And in general, these deals are only going to get better if you are an investor in the markets. We picked up a deal for two dispensaries that were at a higher price and now are at a lower price.
1: Today on Raising Cannabis Capital, we have another special report on uncovering cannabis opportunities created by the coronavirus. And joining me to talk about cultivation in Nevada is Michael Sassano from Solaris Farms. Michael, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much. Good to be on.
1: Well, I appreciate you taking time out to speak with us today. Solaris Farms is a large-scale industrial greenhouse cultivator and you're located in the heart of las vegas so you're the perfect person to talk about how the virus is impacting the cultivation sector in nevada i guess to start can you kind of give us an overview of your market roughly what were your pre-corona numbers like how much were you producing like just give us an idea where where the baseline was
0: well as far as solaris farms were in a perpetual rotation. We harvest pre and post coronavirus between two to 400 pounds dry every single two and a half weeks. So we pull down a 4,000 square foot bay with over a thousand plants every two and a half weeks here. And that hasn't stopped post coronavirus.
1: Yeah, good. I mean, that's encouraging because, you know, you hear a lot of the sky is falling mentality in other sectors. And everybody that we're talking to in this industry, we're not seeing that. I know things are changing hourly, and we're recording this episode just so our listeners know on March 24th. So things may change, but as of today, how has the virus impacted things?
0: Well, in Nevada, the cannabis industry was deemed essential. So uh, we are here to get the medicine out to the patients, uh, get the product to the customers. We have had impacts to the how the dispensaries are run, you no know, crowds. People weren't exactly adhering to that. So they had to stop in-store visits. You know, we all we have a robust delivery economy here. Ultimately, it kicked into deliveries, and there's a two-and-a-half-hour wait or lag time just to get through the delivery stage.
1: I mean, that's encouraging. It's too bad that the, we had to make the changes with the dispensaries. What changes are you doing internally within your company? I mean, you have to be concerned about employees, and you have to be concerned about there's probably a lot of Adjustments that you've made?
0: Well, the employees are our first concern and their safety. We implemented procedures to check temperature before people walk into the door. If somebody should be sick, we ask them to stay away from 7 to 14 days unless they get a note from a doctor or CVS. CVS has been very good at giving tests to people. We had three guys tested just in case. Also, internally, we keep everybody Uh, with a nice distance and for cleaning protocols, you know, have been heightened, even though we are a antibacterial zone. I mean, we're fighting things like aspergillus that is naturally in the air in quantity coming into the facility. So clearly fighting an obscure virus that may come in on people or clothes is just a little extra care that Mm. we have to put in.
1: I think those are all necessary. I mean, you got to make sure that your employees are safe and feel confident when they come to work. You have some ideas as far as crop rotation in case you need to slow down productivity or make some adjustments. Maybe you can give us an idea, strategies, if you have to make any adjustments in your business model.
0: Well, I mean, initially, I had proposed to investors and the Solaris Farm Board to slow things out, pull a crop out of rotation rather than doing two harvests going forward a a month. We would end up doing uh, one harvest a month. And, uh, you know, in there, we could rotate in some new genetics. We always wanted to rotate, but we never had the time to do. But as far as our decision recently went, uh, we've decided to keep on with where we're at and accumulate any unsold product as inventory and wait for better times. Uh, What we initially started to prepare for and where we ended up uh, actually is no change.
1: That is so encouraging. Again, like I said, with all the negative that you're hearing, it's great to hear that things haven't really changed and you're moving forward just like you were before. Under that same heading, crises do create opportunities. And Within the cannabis cultivation sector, do you see any opportunities that might be materializing from this crisis?
0: Well, people were looking for money before, and now that money has stopped stronger groups with better cash positions, they wanted to go into that state. If they liked that deal before, well, you're going to love that deal now uh, if that deal's still on the table. And in general, these deals are only going to get better if you are an investor in the markets. We picked up a deal for two dispensaries that were at a higher price and now are at a lower price.
1: The name of the show is Raising Cannabis Capital. Will you or you do you plan to be raising capital in the future to maybe take advantage of some of these opportunities?
0: As of this morning, we sent out over 128 different emails, uh, alerting people to uh, where our stance is. And we've had multiple calls with investors and investor groups, people that we've been looking to expand with. And ultimately, instead of doing expansion right now, we've uh, pivoted to we're buying up a few projects right now. Just in the last week, we put out two uh, LOIs on two different um, possibilities. So. For sure, we've kind of pivoted to the buy scenario rather than why, why expand out right now when we'll use that capital to pick up a asset that's cash flowing.
1: Wow. Well, that's good news. And we'll have all of Michael's information and Solaris Farms' information in the show notes and on the mjbulls.com website. So if anybody wants to circle around or any investors that are listening and want to talk to him further about this, just reach out to him directly. Michael, thanks for being on the show today.
0: Yeah, big pleasure. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it.